Welcome to the FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Salami. And today's episode is brought to you by Connecting Dots Globally, a nonprofit that focuses on entrepreneurship, STEMpreneurship, and youth development all over the world. We've been running several programs. One of them is well-known that's called Global Trade Mission, where we take youth and team up in teams of four and engage them in entrepreneurship activities that solves global world challenges utilizing local resources. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is focused on follow-up from our last conversation about Don't Pitch Tell a Story with a little bit different focus on what do the judges and the funders may be listening to. And I've been lucky to have judged many presentations, probably no less than two to 500 of them a year, and maybe more, and providing feedback as well as listening to other judges and other insights that they might have, as well as being in the rooms with judges where they're debating who they should fund or not fund throughout the years. I say that not to come across as bragging about my work. I'm saying that to share with you the insights that I'm gaining and where I came from, where I, where I came from. And what I'm hoping for you to do is to maybe think about these kinds of concepts and think about what you would you do to modify your presentation next time you're speaking to someone. Most of the presentations I've seen, they've ranged from as little as one minute and as big as 25 or 30 minutes with the average of them being somewhere between two to 15 minutes. And they share that because again, if you were in a presentation of an hour, that's completely different. If you have a presentation of 30 seconds, that's also completely different. So if you're somewhere between two to 15 minutes range, you may wanna think about the things or the concepts that I've learned from being in these rooms with judges or being a judge myself or have written or authorize others to write checks for these kinds of activities based on the judgments that I was being, I was, be, I was part of. So let's break this down. When you're pitching, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about don't pitch, tell a story. There is an art to the story that you might wanna think about. And there are keywords that we mentioned in the past that you might wanna think about. One of the keywords that I usually tell people or share this with others is the word, I'm the only one or we are the only ones, or I am the only, uh, it's a new invention. And while all those things can be true, I want you to pay attention today to what we're gonna talk about, what the judges are listening for. And many of you probably know these things. You just might've never put a frame on it. And once you frame it, those who have attended any of our global culture or leadership programs will know that once you put a frame on something, it's hard to take it away. And once you put a frame on something, then it allows you to see things in a much clearer way. And it doesn't mean that the other ways are wrong. It just allows you to see it in a new frame with a new reference points from at least the perspective of the individuals that are viewing it from that specific window. So with that being said, let's dig, let's right, jump right in. And we, before we jump right in, maybe we could take a break and come talk about what are those things that judges listen to to make those judgments? And what are some of the discussion points that they will have in these rooms? Let's take a break and when we come back, we'll dive into those answers. Thanks for being with us. Welcome back and thank you so much for being with us today. 
This is The FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Alamy. And today we're talking about what do judges listen to when they're judging these presentations? What do funders listen to when they're hearing someone pitch? And remember, never pitch, always tell a story. So one of the things that I noticed that many judges ask themselves internally, now they might never tell you these things. They might never even know these things, but having watched hundreds of them, thousands of them in many places, it became clear to me that they're asking themselves a first question is, do I like that person? Now, the reason I say that, and it's not necessarily that it's a popular thing to say, and you might disagree, which is fine. This is why we're having these conversations, is they're asking themselves with their brain. Their brain is doing some work for them. For those who you know, like the power of brain and understanding how the brain works, while we're still discovering how it fully functions, we know a few things. We know that culture be strategy. We know that culture overrides strategy. We know that culture can override anything else. And culture, main thing about it is understanding whether the person who's listening to you thinking about anything else. And of course they are. The first thing that the brain is doing, whether they not want it or not, is they're asking themselves, do I like this person? I mentioned that to you because they're gonna be judging everything and not necessarily themselves. It's the brain, right? It's the brain trying to protect the person because we all know that our brain is designed for protection first and then for growth seconds. Sometimes it's the opposite. Some people are designed for growth and then protection second. But most of us are designed to protect and then grow. So they're looking to see, do I like this person? Are they dressed in a way that makes me comfortable? Are they are speaking in a way that makes me comfortable? Are they talking in a way that's make me feel comfortable? And this is why there's a whole the idea about making sure that you're presenting the community that you're listening to or that you are pitching to the community that cares for you or that maybe looks and feels and understands you or at least have empathy to you. And these concepts are important because if they're asking themselves and the brain is doing it for them, do I like you? They're looking at these factors. It could be your hair. It could be your color or hair. It could be your suit. It could be your tie. It could be the weather could be all kinds of stuff that could be going on for that moment. So the first question they're asking is, do I like you? And once they ask that question, they jump to the second question, right? Which is what? You probably know the answer, okay? And you may be thinking, well, I don't know. What would they ask? Well, they're probably asking, can I trust you? Okay. And where does this trust come from? Trust comes from what are you saying? Are you saying things that they're buying into? Or are you saying things that are really out of their belief systems? Now, if you are saying anything out of their belief systems, you better have some facts to back it up. Now, it doesn't mean right or wrong. It just means facts that backs it up. And it can be Ferris claims this. No, it needs to be a third party validating your idea. Now, just remember, if it's something really out there, most of the time, the judge is already thinking about all the different holes that's in the idea or all of the different things that they might know. I've been in many presentations where someone comes and says, we are the only ones that are doing ABC and we are engaged with XYZ company. And occasionally I've been to at least 10 of them that I could recall. The judge is in the back room talking and the first thing they say, this one presentation, I don't really wanna judge it because it's clear that they're clueless about the idea and clueless about the market. And when we say, what's going on? Well, first of all, I serve on the board of that organization that they're saying that they're working with and they actually just pitched and we turned them down. Second, 
there is another company that we already signed up with that's been doing this for the past 10 years. And there are two other competitors that we talked to and we did not choose. Right there, you lose your credibility. So you better watch what you're saying because they're asking themselves, do I trust you? So the words that comes out of your mouth gotta be trustworthy. And if it's not, you better have specific backups, not from you, from a third party or a fourth or someone else that's validating it, right? Times Magazine said this. In the newspapers, they said this. According to an interview with XYZ expert or someone else or reference point, they said this. You have to make sure that you're backing up your trust because they're asking, do I, do I trust you? And if they're asking, do I trust you? They're asking themselves, do I want to hear more from you or do I want to hear less from you? These are the maybe two to three questions that they're asking themselves before they even get to the judgment area, right? This, they haven't even gotten there yet. They're just asking themselves. And remember, they may not be doing it themselves. Their brain is doing it for them to see, should you be listening to this person or should you be stopping? So here are the questions again. First question, do I like the person? And this comes on your presentation, your style, your demeanor, your words that you're using, how you're describing yourself, all these things, right? And please note, this is why it's so important to ask for the money from the right people at the right time for the right amount. We've talked about this in several other podcasts as well as in the blogs, right? You can't ask an organization that gives only $50,000 for half a million dollars. And you can't ask them if they don't do retail, they only do tech and you're looking for a retail store. Now, you could ask them differently. You can say, hey, I know that you only go to 50 and I know you only fund you know, you know, tech companies. I'm in the retail space. Do you know who I should talk to? Because I'm looking also for half a million. That's a different presentation. That's a different approach. So that's a whole another topic we've talked about before. I wanna go back to the idea, do I like the person? Do I wanna to listen to the person? Are they saying anything that's interesting? And then am I trusting this person or not? Trust comes again from the facts that you're describing and from the way that you're presenting. So I hope that this conversation gets you engaged in the idea of understanding of what funders look for when they're funding and what judges judge when they're listening to this presentation. Till next time, I'm your host, Ferris Alamy, and this is the Finjan Show. Thanks for being with us.